HBCUs, or historically black colleges and universities, have a rich history in the United States. Many were founded during a time when black Americans were barred from other higher education institutions. Today, HBCUs continue to provide black students with community, support, and mentorship while they explore career paths. Aisha Roscoe is the host of NPR's Weekend Edition Sunday and the Saturday episodes of Up First. Her new book, HBCU Made, A Celebration of the Black College Experience, is a collection of essays from people like Stacey Abrams, Branford Marsalis, and Oprah Winfrey reflecting on their time at HBCUs. WUWM's Eric Von Fellow, Nadia Kelly, is joined by Roscoe to talk about putting the book together and her HBCU experience at Howard University in Washington, D.C. First of all, what initially sparked this idea of bringing all these people together in your collection to reflect on their HBCU experiences? Well, I wish I could say that it was like completely my idea and I was like, yes, let's bring this together. But actually, Algonquin reached out to me and they said, we want to bring together a collection of essays um, from HBCU graduates because this really hasn't been done before, like with a, a major publishing company. And I was shocked. I, I couldn't believe that it this was something that hadn't really been done um, it just seems like it should have been done, you know, a long time ago. And so when they, they brought it to me, I was like, you know, I would love to to take this on, um, even though I have like a million things going on. Uh, <laughs> I was like, you know, because going to Howard University was such a pivotal point in my life and really life changing and life altering. I was like, I really have to do this uh, because I want to give back to an institution that gave so much to me and because I do believe in the power of HBCUs. And so I'm so glad to be able to bring HBCU made into the world. There's such a wide range of perspectives here in the book. Um, Was there any new insight that you gained about the HBCU experience? I know you went to Howard, but in reading and editing these essays, was there any new insight that you gained about the HBCU experience? Oh, absolutely. Like, I learned so much. Like, I, first of all, I was shocked by how much in each of the stories, in different ways, you could see how the HBCU experience is really an an experience about community and connection. And you see it in stories like Tendai Kumba, who is a Spelman graduate and a Broadway dancer and singer, um, who got into a bad accident when she was at Spelman. And it was her Spelman community that really rallied around her and told her, you're going to be able to dance again. And she was, and she is. And and with Roy Wood Jr., um, the way that, you know, he got in trouble when he was at FAMU. And he's talked about this. He talks about this in the essay. But it was FAMU that gave him a second chance. And so you see, like, this community and redemption. But I also just learned a lot of stuff about HBCUs that, I, you know, I didn't know about, like, Spellmen and, like, all their traditions and how they wake the freshmen up at, like, you know, four in the morning and have them in the chapel singing and all this. I didn't know anything about that. So, like, all of these traditions um, I learned about. And, like, you know, as a as a Howard grad, you know, I, I know about Howard, but reading about the other schools, I was like, oh, this is, you know, I can see why people love these schools. I can see why people feel so connected. And when you went to Howard, were there any traditions that you really look fondly back on? Oh, yeah. I mean, I love being on the yard, which is like, you know, the main courtyard of the school. 
Um, you would, especially like on like when springtime came and the sun was out and everybody would be just, you know, on there trying to look good, trying to, you know, trying to impress. You always had the sororities and fraternities. They had their, you know, special trees that were painted for them that, you know, you won't, you don't go around, you know, if you're not one of them, but they would be like strolling and it, it was just, it was all, it always felt magical. And I write about it in the book how, I, you know, when I did my campus tour, it was on a Friday um, and it was kind of drizzly and rainy, but, you know, I saw like the Delta strolling and I saw all of these beautiful black people on the yard. And that's when I knew, like, I, I got to go there. Howard is is home. You say you write about being at Howard and you also write about working as a staff writer and eventually an editor in chief at their newspaper, The Hilltop. And um, you say that you got this piece of advice to put more bass in your voice. Um, could you explain what that means, first of all, to anyone who doesn't know? And how has yeah. this advice helped you since graduating from Howard? Yeah, you know, and actually it was Shawnee Hilton who went on to be a very famous journalist in her own right. Um, but yeah, she she was a departing senior and she said, you know, you should put a little more bass in your voice. And, and, and what she meant by that um, was just that I should kind of stand in my own authority and my own uh, power and embrace that and not be so timid uh, and unsure. Um, and really, it, it, will, it was about just being able to know that I am worthy and I have opinions that matter um, and that I'm, I'm in a spot because I deserve it. And just kind of walking in that. And so I and I say in the the introduction, I didn't learn it right then. I couldn't really take it in right at that moment. Right. But over time, I think I've been able to hear that and receive that the, those seeds that were planted. They've been watered and I've been able to grow um, into uh, the person that you see now. And, to, and into a person that can stand in my power and in my authority. When you went to Howard, did that help you become connected to other Black journalists or Black writers that came before you? And if so, how? Yeah, you know, I think that it definitely helped me in the sense that, like, first of all, the, Howard has such a rich collection of, you know, journalists who, who have come through Howard. And, and so those connections helped me. But really it was like, the professors, like I, you know, I had a, a professor and mentor, um, Yannick Rice-Lamb, who was like the editor-in-chief of Heart and Soul, that magazine. I'm sure a lot of people remember it from back in the day. But like she, I learned so much from her. Philip Dixon was over the print journalism department at that time. And he was like a legendary journalist from Philadelphia who worked at, I believe, the Philadelphia Inquirer and the Washington Post. Um, and so like you know, I learned so much from them, um, and they poured so much into me. Um, and really, and I will always say this, um, Howard is the reason why I got my first job in journalism at Reuters. It was a Howard business reporting class. They partnered with Reuters. Um, and it was through that class that Reuters even you know, learned about me. I would have never gotten an internship at Reuters without that class because I'd only had one prior internship. Everyone else had, you know, interned at every place under the sun. <laughs> so it, it's really Howard that uh, put me on the path that I am now. 
what do you hope that people, whether it's someone who's looking to go to an HBCU or someone who um, maybe doesn't even know that much about black colleges in general, like what do you hope that people take out of reading your book? What what I feel like people can get from this book, you know, which has, you know, stories from Stacey Abrams, uh, Oprah Winfrey, Roy Wood Jr., as I said, um, Branford Marsalis and others in their own words. I think what you get is the, the richness of the HBCU experience. So even if you've gone to an HBCU, there's things that you can learn. If you don't know much about HBCUs, it, you can learn about what this experience is all about. What is, what's the hype all about? This is what it's about. This is why Beyonce was doing homecoming. Um, and then also I think, you know, I always look at it like this is like if you went to a homecoming on some campus and you pulled five or six people to the side from different generations and said, why are you here? Why does this matter? These are the type of stories you would hear. And so not everybody's going to be able to get to do those interviews or do the campus tour. But in this book, you have this testimony. And that's what I look at it as. It's really a testimony to the worth and why HBCUs matter. Aisha Roscoe is the host of NPR's Weekend Edition Sunday and the author and editor of the new book, HBCU Made. She spoke with WUWM's Eric Vaughn fellow, Nadia Kelly. You can find more about Roscoe's book at wuwm.com. <laughs>